Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, everybody. Welcome back here to Trade Show University. I am just really pumped today and so excited to to share a special guest with you because we're talking about something that really haven't talked too much about this topic, but it goes, it falls through everybody's business, through every trade show, whether you're an exhibitor, whether you're a show planner, and that is leadership and how important it is because everybody has that within them for, for to some degree. Even if you're working for somebody else, you still have that leadership and, and building that up is just going to mean wonderful things for, for you, for your business, for your for your shows. And so really, really proud to have on today, Kevin Davis. Kevin is a, an executive coach. He's an international speaker and a trainer. And for more than 30 years, he has been inspiring, motivating, and equipping others to live out their dreams. He has devoted himself to developing and strengthening the personal and professional growth of others through speaking speaking engagements through one-on-one -on -one leadership building and most importantly by serving others because I I have I've gotten to know Kevin over time he's a person of strong faith he's a devoted family man and I just really respect so much Kevin thank you so much for joining me today welcome to Trade Show University Hey Jim thanks so much for the opportunity always a pleasure to spend some time with you and uh, we're kindred spirits I mean from the first time we met and several years ago connected through a podcast group or something and you know, we, we've shared and talked a lot since then. So love your show, love your podcast, love what you're doing and, and adding value to other people and excited to be here with you today. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. As as to help us kind of ground us in, in who you are and how you how you operate, give people the three words that are part of your 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 tagline for your business. Yeah, so my, my tagline is simply, my life quote is simply this, life is a journey of aligning your dreams, charting your course, and navigating yourself to the purpose-filled life you were created to live. So basically, it's align, chart, and navigate. And I believe that is kind of the blueprint or the, that is the blueprint to success in whatever you want to do in life. That's awesome. That's awesome. So everyone now has a has a clue that align, chart, navigate, and we can all do that. No matter where we're at in our company, no matter if, if we're the owner or if we're the brand new entry level, we that's what that is our blueprint right there to, to align, chart, and navigate as, as we go through. So, and, and as we we go through today, we're talking about leadership, talking about development. So, Kevin, let, let's let's get started at the basic. What do what would you consider leadership to be? Well, you know, when we think about leadership and, and you know, basically, if we looked at the, the, the definition of it, it's going to say it's a process of social influence that will maximize efforts of others towards an achievement or a goal. Now, that would be maybe Merriam-Webster would tell you what that is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, leadership is influence. 
uh, it is influence. You know, John Maxwell said that and nothing more, nothing less. And every one of us have influence, regardless of our position, our career, our title. Uh, but at the end of the day, leadership starts with you. It starts with us as individuals. And, you know, go back to Maxwell, one of my favorite uh, mentors. And, you know, he says, everything rises and falls on leadership. And, and that is so true, Jim. And it starts with us as individuals. A lot of times we really can't separate who we are from our leader because it, it reflects through us. Our leadership styles and the way we lead people is going to be a reflection of who we are on the inside. And that is why sometimes we see, you know, leaders leaders that are kind of like magnets, they just draw people to them. And then we also have them that, that are just like the opposite that just push you away from them. Uh, but I think that I, I love one of the statements. Uh, I, I say this often, you know, I hear there's many times, Jim, people tell me, Kevin, it sure is lonely at the top. It sure is lonely at the top. And you know what? I used to say that, Jim, and I used to think that. And, and then once again, I, I was uh, at a Maxwell event. He said this, he says, uh, if it's lonely at the top, you're only taking a walk or taking a hike. If you're a leader, you should never be alone. You should have people with you. And I think that as leaders, you should have people. If, if nobody's around you, you're maybe not leading. And, and so one of the things that I, the group that I'm working with now, and I've got a group, and that's what I tell them. My slogan is, I'll see you at the top because I'm going to the top, but I'm taking you with me. And that's what a true leader does. Leadership is influence and how we reflect that influence to pour in and develop others. The end result is is to maximize the efforts of others toward an achievement or a goal. But I think it has to be a three-way win. I, I think that we have to win as a leader. They have to win as the follower. And the results that we both produce and what we're doing, whoever gets those has to win as well. So it becomes a three-way win. Oh, I love all that you're saying there. And it reminds me of one of my favorites of all time, Zig Ziglar, who had a book, See You at the Top, I believe. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and and just really it's it's empowering of empowering yourself and giving yourself the permission to surround yourself with good people. That it's not it's not this lonely journey that it's it's and it's better when you're moving together and you're having people working together on a, on a similar goals. But for for a lot of people out there, what I, can you touch on the the topic of of potential? You know, what is it for each person? I think that's one thing that I know when I was starting my career, I looked at very very shallow. I guess I looked at around me as to what were my job responsibilities, and and that was it. I I wasn't able to go beyond that. I wasn't able to see beyond that. And so what is the, the, the tip, a tip or, or uh, give some advice about figuring out what is it that, that your potential is and how to unlock that? Man, that's awesome. I'm glad you asked that question. And I'm probably going to give you the long answer to this, but, <laughs> but it, it, it all falls within. We have to realize whose we are and who we are. We have to realize that we are unique. And I just heard, a, a read or heard the other day about the DNA. If they strung out our DNA, how many miles long it would be. And everybody is unique and everybody is different. But every one of us, as Zig would say, that we are, we were created to be successful, that we're endowed with the seeds of greatness, that we were designed for accomplishment and created for success and are engineered for success. And so the potential that we have to realize is you have to believe 
in yourself before anybody else will ever believe in you. Now, if you're going to be a leader, now there's a difference sometimes between confidence and arrogance. I mean, you got to be, there's a fine line there sometimes, but you have to be confident in your ability. You have to be confident in your potential. And I love to tell this story about fleas. And a lot of times people look at me and say, what, what are you talking about fleas? And <laughs> if we were to talk about fleas, most of the people now, there's people on the show listening right now, they're, they're starting to scratch and they're thinking, man, that made me itch. Or, or we think of something that is small, something that is insignificant, something that is really no value whatsoever. But do you really not do you realize that even though a flea is a small insect, there is so much ability in that small body. Uh, I've done some study and research on this several years back when I was working on a raise the lid uh, keynote that I do, that a flea can pull 160,000 times its own weight. A flea can jump 150 times its own size. So, Jim, put that in relation to you and me. If we had that ability, you and I could jump to the top of the state, Empire State Building. If wow. we could do the same thing they could do. They accelerate 50 times faster than the space shuttle when they jump. Now, I've never had the opportunity to be there when the shuttle taken off, but I've seen it on TV multiple times. But I can almost, even through the video, feel the powers that Earth begins to shake and it begins to move. And just in a moment of seconds, that thing is out of sight. But yet a flea can accelerate 50 times faster than that space shuttle. And the last thing that I've seen about fleas is they can jump 30,000 times without taking a break. Now, Here's the thing about fleas, though. Although they've got all that potential and power, we see them as something that is insignificant. We see it as something that is no value. We see it as a nuisance. But yet, I read back years ago that you can train fleas. So if you were to put a handful of fleas into a jar, of course, with all this ability, they would just jump out. But if you were to put a lid on that jar and three days later remove that lid from the jar, those fleas will hit that lid. And after they hit that lid a few times, all of a sudden they realize this doesn't work out well. They stop just shy of the lid. So they just jump, 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 just shy of the lid. Three days later, you remove that lid. Those fleas will never jump higher than the lid, nor will their offspring ever jump any higher than they did. And so what wow. I tell people is, if a flea was created with that power and ability that is small and insignificant, what do you think you were created with? The powers and abilities that you have within inside of yourself. But yet what happens is we allow lids that we put on ourselves, whether it's fear, whether it's insecurities, whether it's doubt, whether it's something that other people have told us, we allow those lids that keep us from reaching our potential. And when we don't reach our potential, what we're doing is we're robbing everybody else that we have influence with. Leadership is influence. And it said those fleas never jumped any higher than the lid, nor did their offspring. So John Maxwell talks about the law of the lid, that those that follow you are never going to go higher than you are. So you, in order for you to take people farther, you have to go higher yourself. So the potential thing is we all have so much potential within us. It is amazing. There is no doubt when we think about the people that are even listening to this today, that they're just so, so full of people that have accomplished great things, that are doing great things, that are going above and beyond. And, and people that are already lifting lids and breaking jars and uh, jumping as high as they can, that they can bloom where they're planted. People that have God-given talents and abilities, they have a source of power and beauty that is inside of them that they don't even dream exists. But that's what I like to do. I like to challenge people to awaken that giant within, 
realize who you are and whose you are. Realize that abilities that you have. Lift those lids, break those jars, jump as high as you can. But in the meantime, take everybody you can with you, and then we all win. All right, I'm ready to run through a wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> this has got to be yeah. one of the, my favorite discussions yeah. I've ever had because this is, wow, this is so motivational. And, and if anyone, you probably need to rewind that and listen to that section again because that was just phenomenal. There's so many things. I've heard some things about fleas, but I did never heard statistics like that before, being able to jump 150 times their own size and pull 160 times their weight. That's just phenomenal potential. But you're so right about us as humans. What potential do we have inside us? And we, we've all heard stories of people that have done incredible things, that built huge companies, that have done incredible feats of, of strength and athleticism. And, but they were, they were encouraged to do that. And they put themselves in a position to be able to do that kind of stuff. But why not you? Why not me? You know, why can't we also achieve to that? But it's understanding that you do have the potential. As soon as you understand you have this amazing, huge potential, now all of a sudden you can look beyond just your job responsibilities or just beyond your current scope attributed to today, and you can actually then go beyond that. Wow, this is... <laughs> This is outstanding. Did not know we were going to go here, but that I was just, I'm just really, really thrilled (laughs) about that. And I know something that you, you give a talk called bloom when you're bloom, where you're planted. And maybe some of this is, is from that talk, but talk a little bit about just that phrase, bloom where you're planted. Where did that come from for you? And, and what does that really mean? Yeah. Yeah. Jim, it just all ties together. And and the, the line chart navigate is my life story. I mean, it is my life story. And the, the cool thing about it is when I'm coaching and working with other clients that that have done successful things, it's their blueprint, too. They just didn't realize it. And, and so the bloom where you're planted come from it come from what my mom used to tell me. So, you know, I grew up in a small town in eastern Kentucky. It's probably one of the poorest counties. I think it's still maybe rated one of the fourth poorest counties in the state of Kentucky. And growing up, most people thought that you had to leave here to be something that you had to go somewhere else to accomplish something. You had to, you know, yeah, you, you'd never accomplish or be anything here. And, and that's kind of what we were kind of grew up told. And, you know, I was the third of the class that made the top, top third possible. Uh, so needless to say, uh, <laughs> needless to say, I didn't really love school. So I heard a lot of times that, hey, you're never going to amount to anything. Hey, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to do anything. And you're not this and you're not that, you know, and I wasn't, I was smart. I just didn't apply myself in that education side. But my mom would always tell me, she says, son, you can bloom right where you planted. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to leave here to be something. And you know what? That just stuck with me. And, you know, I was fortunate enough that when, you know, I was able to build a company that we built up to 25 locations in four states, you know, operating. And the headquarters was right here in Inez, Kentucky, uh, where I live. And we had a corporate headquarters here that we had training room facilities that people from all over the country would come here and could not believe it was here. And that is just blooming. But in order for me to bloom where I was planted, it took a couple of things to happen that way. It started with my mom believing in me. It started with somebody else believing in me. And of course, my mom believed in me. And then it started with once she believed in me, I had to believe in myself. I had to shake off those fears and those doubts, those insecurities. I had to lift that lid and break that lid because there was a lot of lids where I was from was a lid. Maybe the education that I'd 
invested in for myself wasn't that good. So that was a lid. Even my dad, my dad went to work in the coal mines when he was 14 years old. It's amazing. He was born in 1914 and 1928. His dad passed away and he went to work in the coal mines to provide for his sisters and his mom and take care of them. So my dad grew up through the depression, through the hard times and and when he was kind of, you know, he was so conservative. It was like, hey, be very careful, get a good job, work every day, don't take risks, don't take chance, give to the church, save a little bit. If you can't pay for it, you can't afford it. You know, he he made Dave Ramsey blush. I mean, the stuff he used to tell me is, <laughs> I mean, I love Dave Ramsey, but I, when I hear Dave Ramsey, I said, my dad was telling me that same stuff. But my dad actually kind of put a lid on me. I remember when I first told him I was going to build my first business. And I went and I told him, I said, dad, I want to do this. And he says, son, don't do that. You've got a good job. Just keep doing what you're going to do. Don't, don't do that. And my mom was telling me, you can bloom where you're planted. You can do all this stuff. And my dad was saying he meant the best for me, but he was scared. He had lids had been placed on him and I borrowed money, went in with a partner and we built that first store and we built another store and we built another store. And I go tell my dad, I said, I think I'm going to do it again. He says, son, you're doing good enough with these. Don't risk it. Don't take a chance. Just keep it where you're at. But Jim, one of the most amazing things happened at store 10. I went and I told my dad, I said, hey, dad, I'm getting ready to start store number 10. He said, are you going to build some more? <laughs> and so what happened was not only I talk about leadership as influence, that we take people with us. Not only did I raise my lid blooming where I was planted, but I raised my dad's lid. My dad started saying, wow, he was excited when I started adding new stores from that point because all of a sudden he had that confidence. So the bloom where you planted just started with, with my mom just saying, hey, you don't have to go somewhere to be something. And, you know, she believed in me that made me to believe in myself. And that's kind of where the bloom where you planted started at. Wow, that is a great, great story. And it really shows, like you said, leadership is influence. And that that could mean uh, influencing other generations that came before you. And like going back to the flea example, you said, you know, they will only jump so high if they're kept in that jar. And then their offspring will only won't even jump that high. And so you you kind of saw that happening with your father, who was kind of like, hey, no, 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 you don't have to go so far. You know, don't take any risks because he he was trying to keep you in that jar. I mean, with the best of intentions, with the best of intentions. And that's what happens. That's what I tell people all the time. My, my dad loved me better than anything. My dad would have done. He did sacrifice everything for me and took care of me and done all that stuff. He didn't mean it for my bad. It was just, that's what we do. It's not intentional a lot of times. Even our intentions sometimes aren't bad, but when we limit ourselves, we limit others. Absolutely. We, we've got to, we got to expand our, our limits so we can expand other people's limits. And that's done through leadership. Yeah. So, so think about that. I want you, everybody who's listening right now, I want you to think about, are you keeping a lid on somebody else on your team? Are you, are you creating that lid that they are you're not allowing them to grow. You're not allowing them to go past. I know I've, I've worked with people. I'm sure a lot of you listening, I'm sure Kevin, you've worked with people who they don't want to see the people around them succeed. They want to keep them kind of down under that lid because it makes them feel better. And they, they feel that if someone else succeeds, then, Oh, they're going to look bad. That's going to look bad on me because I'm not going to that point. No, I think if you help other people rise up, then, they may turn around and grab you and bring you with them. And as we grow, we can get, we can get this, have be proud of our accomplishments and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then 
you've got, like you said, there's a difference between conf- having confidence and having arrogance. And there's, there's a fine line there, but making sure that, y- yes, you do. You want to have confidence. You want to instill confidence in those around you and making sure that you're continuing to grow and you're bringing those people up and not having that arrogance that it's all about you. Then people don't want to be around you. And and you want to make sure there are good people around you at all times. This is just just fantastic. So when when you when you're working with executives, you're working with with people. Do you have a a framework that you help go through? Anything that helps them stay on course? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know. Which I've been in business now for over thirty years. I wrote a book for the Quick Lube industry, the Quick Lube Expert, which is basically it's kind of an assessment going through the main categories that you have to have in order to have a successful business. And though that was written with my experience in the Quick Lube, it I've had different people in different industries read that book and say, "Oh, this is very applicable." If you change Quick Lube to C Store, it means the same. It's the same thing. But what I have found is we can go through the business principles. We can go through all the steps. We can we can make sure we got our KPIs. We can make sure we're marketing. We can make sure we're doing all our administration tasks right. We can do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, Jim, it still goes back to us. So a lot of times what I like to do when I'm working with somebody, we got to get we got to get ourselves right before we can get others right. And and this is what I I read this story a long time ago, and I use this in a lot of my presentations. There was a young executive that came home from work and had to get a project done. And he was working on this project and he had a toddler. He had a little toddler that kept saying, daddy, daddy, let's go play. Let's go play. And you know what? I put myself back in those days when I was coming home and working and my kids were saying, let's play. And I was saying, not now, later, not now, later. And so I, when I was reading that, I could put myself there. And all of a sudden, the young man had to get this executive, had to get it done. So he seen a picture laying there of the world, of, of the globe. And so he tore that into pieces and he gave that to his son. And he said, go put that together. And when you get finished with that, I'll be ready to play. Now, he thought, oh, I've got time now. Just in a matter of minutes, the toddler comes back and he brings it and he's got it together. The young executive says, son, how did you do that so quick? He said, Daddy, it was easy. There was a picture of a man on the back. When I got the man right, the world got right. Jim, let that sink in. I've never forgot that principle that when we get ourselves right, all of a sudden our world gets right. When we get ourselves right, we can lead right. When we get ourselves right, you know, we can present right at our trade shows. We can be a good exhibitor. We can be a good fender. When we get ourselves right, but if ourselves aren't right, It's hard to get everything else right because you're so focused on these other things. So I really like to spend some time when I'm coaching with people to kind of get down to the root of things and see where are you at. And I developed what I call the purpose-filled life radar. And there's 10 categories on that radar that that we examine with people. And as we think about those, the first we talk about spiritual, we talk about health, we talk about spouse, significant other, family, friends, personal development, career finances, fun and recreation. We still have to have some fun, Jim. So, <laughs> and, and then serving in charity, which I think is the key to it all. And, and that's part of the purpose-filled life is when you find out the things you've learned and things you've accomplished and gives you the ability to give back to others, that's when you find true purpose and true achievement. But so we put together this little assessment. So we try to go through this and help people kind of find out where we're at and a lot of these things tie together. A lot of times if we're having problems in our career, it might be a reflection of, of not taking care of our health. It could be a reflection of a family issue. It could be a reflection of, it could be a reflection of one of these other things. You know, each one of these kind of tie each other. So that's one of the things that I like to work with people, work with them as a whole. 
because like I said, once we get ourselves right, then all of a sudden the world around us starts getting right. Ah, oh, that's so good. It's so good. And, and those, those 10 areas. Wow. I mean, that just, that is life right there. It's mm-hmm. all those different areas. And, and you're, you're so right about if we don't, if one of those, you could have nine of them going great. And one of those is not right. You know, it, the other people around, you know, it, and I know that there's there's been times when I've I've had my myself or a family member struggling with with an illness and you're going to work, you're trying to have that happy face on. But people know they can tell that Jim, so, so everything OK, something something wrong. It's like, ah, yeah, deal. So helping get uh, of course, there's going to be some things that just throw you off. We go through a crisis, right. something happens. But mm-hmm. as long as there's things that you can control that you get in control that is just that's powerful that's that sounds fantastic now is that something that people can can do on their own is there how how do they get access to this the radar oh absolutely jim for for your guests and listeners out there today we're going to put a link in there and give them a free access to the assessment the just the summary assessment that shows them the graph and has that now i do i just finished a group's coaching session with uh, 12 people that we went through this in four weeks of 90 minute sessions Uh, so when they fill out to get this i'll put them on the list that when i open up another group coaching session they'll have an opportunity to jump on that and go through that with us we can also do some personal coaching on that and i'm working on a online course that people can kind of go through each one of these on their own. It'll be like a 12 module uh, course that they can kind of do self-paced. It's not quite finished yet, uh, but that's going to be tagging along with my new book that's coming out, uh, Thrive, Bloom Where You're Planted. So lots of resources, lots of there to come out. And once again, it goes back to that aligning our dreams. To align our dreams, we have to first realize our potential and you have to realize because you can never dream big if you don't feel like you've got confidence in your ability. So first you you believe in yourself, then you can start dreaming really big dreams. I, I love the saying that if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So <laughs> if your dreams aren't scaring, you're not dreaming big enough. And so once you dream that dream, the next step is the alignment process. You have to believe in that. Now, so many people will tell me, Kevin, I, I, I this is my dream. This is what I want to do or what I want to become or what I want to have. And they follow that up saying, but I could never do that. And no, you never will. You never will if that's your attitude. Once you once you get that dream, then you have to believe it's going to happen. And then you got to run, you chart your course. You, you basically it's goal setting plan. I've got a complete setting for each one of these. There's nine steps of, you know, what is this dream? What does this look like for me? What do I have to stop doing to get there? What do I need to start doing to get there? What do I need to learn? What are going to be the benefits of me getting there? What are going to be some of the obstacles that could come up? Who do I need to know to help me get there? You know, just finding out who you're going to surround yourself back. And then what are the one to two things I can start now that's going to start getting me closer to that? So you build that plan. So the chart part of the process is taking your dream and turning it into a plan. Then the navigating is executing your plan. A lot of times people have the plan, but they never work the plan. Mm. And they tell me, it's like, hey, I've got this great. They're always going to do it, but they never start. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So the navigating side of it, let's execute this plan. And as we're executing this plan, never fail to forget this. 
Obstacles are going to come up. Things are going to come that's going to try to derail you. That's when you have to go back to believing in your potential and your abilities. That's when you got to look at your dream again. That's when you got to look at your plan and say, hey, here's the benefits that I'm going to, if I get through this, this is the benefits. Oh, I've already noted that this could have been an obstacle. So this is my plan to get around this. So when you align that dream, you chart that dream and you navigate that dream, then all of a sudden, you arrive and you achieve that dream. So that's kind of the align chart navigate kind of in a in a summary there, aligning your dreams, charting your course and navigating yourself to the purpose you were created to live. And I want to tell you, everybody listening to this show today was created to live a purpose filled life. Oh my gosh, this has been outstanding. And what a great yeah. way to, to wrap up our, our conversation. So share this out with people who who need to hear this message, because I know that there's a lot of, if you're like me right now, I am just, I'm taking notes. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to listen back to this and, and take even more notes. So rewind, listen, and share this thing out. Kevin, this has been outstanding. Thank you so much. And, and check everyone check the show notes. I will be dropping that link to get the assessment itself, the purpose-filled radar. That is a free tool that you're offering, but then they will have opportunities if they want to go deeper to get some some one-on-one coaching or group coaching to really hone in and make sure that they are, are getting the most out of that, that is going to be available to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just finished up one course and hopefully uh, we're going to try to uh, schedule another one here, probably uh, late summer, early uh, fall to get another group coaching session opened up. So uh, I try to limit it to 12 to 15 people. So those people who do this are going to be on the first list to know about it. So if they uh, get this free assessment, they can look at that and then they'll be the first to know when the group coaching session opens up. Awesome. And I know there's there's a lot of people out there that are, that are going to want to connect with you. And I encourage everybody, connect with Kevin because he's just, he's a, what you're hearing today, this is the real deal. What's the best way for them to do that? You know, mkevindavis.com. I mean, got the website there, you can, you know, sign up for the, find out when the book's going to be released, get more information about getting me scheduled to come and do a keynote for your event. You know, I, I do a lot of, you know, trade show events, you know, as speaking, you know, doing some of their educational sessions. So, you know, I'm available to do those. You can find out about that there. I do executive coaching, you know, business coaching, you know, I do team training. So a lot of different things you can find out at Kevin Davis. all your social medias, you know, we have, you know, Facebook, probably YouTube, Instagram, you know, M. Kevin Davis is my handle for those. So you should be able to like and follow there so you can stay up to date with what's going on in my world. Awesome. Awesome. And I will drop all that again in the show notes. So click on that, reach out, connect with Kevin. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much. This has been just really, really outstanding. I appreciate you sharing all that you've done today. I think people are inspired. I know I'm inspired to go and make some changes and do a real good assessment on myself as to how where I'm going. So appreciate you sharing all this and all, all the great content. Hey, Jim, thank you so much. I appreciate what you're doing, all the value you're adding to other people. Keep doing what you're doing, ma'am, for you're making a difference. Oh, I appreciate that. I hope so. Everyone, thank you for, for tuning in today. Keep coming back here to campus each week at Trade Show U. You know you're growing. You know you're going to keep, keep getting better results. And we'll see you next time. If you're going to be exhibiting at an upcoming trade show, don't make the mistake of waiting until you get to the show to learn the lessons on what you need to change and those tweaks you need to make for the next time. You could do that before this next show and accelerate your results. I can help you get locked in for success with my expert review exclusively from Trade Show University. 
as having a professional set of eyes is so important because you just don't know what you don't know. So through the expert review, we will look at your design, your messaging, goals and metrics, the attendee journey, and all that is going to identify gaps and opportunities you don't even know exist. And we're going to get you capturing more leads than ever before. Go to tradeshowu.biz slash services. That's tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z slash services. And we'll get you getting more qualified leads than ever before.